Hello everybody and welcome to another episode from Setting the Tone. Today is our Downfall of Mankind special. Stick around because I'll tell you more about that right after the intro. Hello everybody and welcome back to today's episode which is our Downfall of Mankind special. Simply, we've got an interview coming up with the band, and I'll be playing you a track entitled God of Nothingness, which is the latest single from the band. It came out in December 2022. Um, stick around, because that's coming up right next, and then we'll be going straight into our interview with the band.
Welcome back. So that was the track there, God of Nothingness, which came out in 2022 from Downfall of Mankind. For those that don't know, Downfall of Mankind are a, uh, I'd say a metal band, but they're more than metal band. They've got different um, genres going on there, different spices um, that the guys pull from, different influences, and they kind of put all this into a big melting pot, and they just come out with what they love to do, and that is to play music and play different styles of music from you know what they're inspired by whether that be bands like periphery white chapel um slipknot avenger sevenfold you name it there's a little bit of something that they're taking from the bands they love and putting it into their body work so to set the scene i recently went to the black heart in camden in london um, to catch up with the band as they were on tour in the uk a couple of weeks ago to sit down and we discussed a host of topics from you know a little bit about the band's journey what kind of makes them tick how the tour's been going what the future plans are for the band i want to apologize because the interview quality is really really poor and i'm I'm quite embarrassed by it um but just purely because the band sound great for a pub venue with the pub background noise and they sound really good you can hear them quite well as for my vocals and me asking the questions you really do have to listen in so I can only apologise for the quality not quite being there. I've tried my damn hardest to try and brush this up and isolate it. Um, you know, my skills are just not there. If there's anyone out there that's got that will hear the episode, in particular the interview, and you know doesn't mind reaching out to me to tell me how I can improve that, that would be really much appreciated. But nonetheless, it was a great opportunity to sit down with Downfall of Mankind to get to learn a little bit about them. They're a new band to me. Um, they appeared on my radar purely because my fa- one of my favourite bands, the front man, Matt Heafy, has recently taken this band under his wing to guide him as um, production management and be part of a management roster. So that kind of piqued my interest. You know, someone like Matt Heafy doesn't just go around throwing his time out um, if there's something that he doesn't believe in. And that's just my take. So I hope you enjoyed the the interview. Like I say, the, the quality is not quite there. Hopefully you can make out what's going on. Really lovely set of guys. If you do ever get the chance to catch down for mankind, I strongly urge you to go and check them out. Well worth seeing if you like your kind of heavy, growly metal kind of style. Um, so here comes the interview. Hello everyone and welcome to Downfall of Man here in London. Welcome Downfall of Man. Welcome. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate it. We love the country so far, especially London. It's been incredibly amazing. The weather is perfect. There's a lot of people outside waiting for the concert, and we are super excited. Cool, man. It's really good. Really, really good to have you. And like I said, the weather's awesome. Bit unusual for London this time here, so it's nice to have you with whatever. Um, talk me through, how did Downfall Mankind start? Talk me through the journey. Downfall Mankind started about roughly three years and a half ago, basically, with some with, with a different lineup. I was the drummer in the beginning of the band. I wasn't a vocalist, yeah. And uh, yeah, we've been grinding ever since. Twenty-four hours our days. That's what we want to do for you know the rest of our lives, and that's how we came to uh, to the UK for the first time now in twenty twenty-three. Okay. How how have you found the UK and Europe in general? Uh, so we were reached out by a booking agency as they were very interesting for by the uh, the kind of material that we've been putting out, which was quite different from. Every other deathcore band within the genre, mixing the symphonic with the slamming parts and the deathcore genre and everything. And they reached out and they offer us the opportunity to be doing an European tour. We've been on tour now for roughly almost three weeks, which is first amazing. And that's how we came up to the UK for the first time. In terms of like, you, you talked about a booking agent, getting the right booking agent. 
how you found aligning yourself with the right people and people supporting what the band's about to put them in these places? Oh yeah, most certainly, most certainly. Across the three years, most certainly. There's, there's one particular name, and I'm sure it's worked quite a bit for you guys, but I've got a touch on Matthew Heafy from Tribune. <laughs> um, this man has shown incredible faith yes. in yourselves. How does that feel? That must be like... That was, that was you know, one of, you know, one of those kids and they have a dream of waking up one day and, you know, their dream come true kind of thing was basically the same thing for us. He reached out to us and one day we woke up with an email. It's just like, hey, we're coming to your town. We're going to perform with Truman in there and we want you guys to come down. We want to meet you guys. We want to talk about some business and stuff. And we're like, all right, bet. that's what's up. And that's what happens. He listens to our track on stream uh, because he has a Twitch channel. He's a Twitch streamer. And he reached out to us and loves what we do. And we are currently working with him. He's a producer. We're working as a manager producer as well. And that's how he's been working. That's why what I love about Matt is that Matt's a big fan of music, all different genres and subgenres. And he's almost like he's paying that back, almost like whatever the industry gave him 20 years ago, he's giving back now. So that's pretty nice. That's how he feels, at least for me. I'm, I'm sure everybody else here has like a different feeling about it, but. It's like we talk a lot with him, and he's been on the music business for 26 years, if I'm not mistaken. He joined Trivian when he was 13, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Trivian already existed when he joined the band. He joined the band when he was 13. So I believe everything that he's doing right now is kind of paying back the community for all the love and support. Because apart from being a great musician, he's one of the kindest persons I've ever met in my entire life. Hands down, and and that's that's how it is. No, that's actually fine. Um, obviously, last year, twenty twenty two, saw the release of Royal Birth. Talk me through how did that come about? How did the ideas and the song structures come? Together? Do you want to talk about Royal Birth? How, how did Royal Birth come together? The, the structures and the living things. Oh, okay. Um, so about Royal Birth, that that's the thing, like. Um, Back when Vile Birth was, re was released, um, I was not in the original lineup, uh, but I do know that uh, the structures uh, that were that were made with the, with the original musicians as well uh, were all very well planned together. I think that the approach uh, to go to was put the, the, the slam elements and the deathcore elements into something symphonic and to something that standing out a little bit uh, from uh, from the rest that that's out there. And I think that. As a group, we did a pretty good job with it. I think we, we've been having a really good reception to it ever since it came out. Um, everyone's everyone's been super super receptive to it. Everyone's been super, being super kind and getting good reviews and whatever. And it's been shown with the amount of shows that we we made uh, back when Vile Birth was released. After that, uh, that the support was just immense, and I couldn't be more thankful thankful for it. Is is it a picture? Song or uh, a section on the album that you guys absolutely adore. You look back on it and you go, "Wow, that, uh, yes. that's <laughs> yeah." The first, the first track of our set, if you if you ask me, like the first track of our set, it's a track called "The Outer State of Consciousness." I think off the rip, when I when I talk about Vibrant, that's one of my favorite tracks. That one and when it follows by Forum Terror, which is with uh, Kyle Anderson from Brand of Sacrifice. That track is so heavy across the board. It makes like the crowd just goes completely wild with it but he has a different perspective and what's the part that he loves the most about Vilebird so I'm gonna let him tell you yeah please do uh, I have a, a couple favorite parts and songs of that album okay 
from beginning to end, including also Altered State of Consciousness, which starts already with blasting all, all the way through and groovy beats. For I'm Terror, which comes following, very, very good song too. I love it very much. But for me, my personal favorite Todaram has to be Maker's Funeral. You know, I think I, I have to agree with him. Mine is probably uh, Maker's Funeral. I also like a lot uh, For I'm Terror. It's one of the, at least it's one of the, the, the songs that uh, I get more fun out of it, playing live especially. Yeah, it's really, yeah, it's in the beginning, like it really pumps you up for the rest of the set. I, I love to play that song live. Uh, it has a lot of leads and it has a lot of, a lot of like uh, less chugs and more like melodic parts, especially on the guitar, and I really love playing that. Uh, but uh, Maker's Funeral is probably... Yeah, I was gonna say the Vanslayer. I also love the track, but Maker's Funeral for sure. It's groovy, groovy as hell. I, I love those, those two tracks. Like, Yeah, you... So, my favorite part of, uh, of Albert, the, the album, uh, is actually very different from everyone. Uh, the, the one that I like most about play, playing live... <laughs> No, 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 no. My favorite one to play live. I mean, it's pretty fun to me. It's beneath the aftermath. That track to me, that track to me to play live is so much fun because it just makes the people go crazy. Everyone just moves like. Then, then we have like a special section during our gig during the first breakdown, which is. I'm gonna keep it a surprise because I want everyone to come to the show and watch it. Uh, but that track to me, like to play live, it's so much fun. It just gets everyone moving, and to me, that's that's vibes right there. Something more like I also love Nuasa, but sadly, sadly that song is not on the set anymore. I like because it's groovy as hell as well. So I I really like groovy songs. That track is really groovy. Uh, it's not on the set anymore, but maybe we'll play it in some show. We we will play it in some some show, but you guys have to go to. But you guys have to go to the concert and see if you can catch that song being played live, because it's not on the set anymore. So if you catch it, it's gonna be like an Easter egg for the show. In terms of um, obviously playing shows outside of your home home country, Portugal, how have you found picking certain songs kind of? Ensure like they're well received and seeing what the reactions are. That's got to be quite tricky because everyone in Portugal knows who you are, but in Europe, the rest of Europe, they're still still learning, still going. That is that is an interesting question because when uh, actually I learned that from Matt. Uh, he did an entire European tour, and I believe it was thirty plus concerts, and they changed the set every single night. Every single night they changed the set, and it was amazing. So what we try to do is we try to compile a set for this tour that we knew for a fact that we would be engaged to every single genre within the metal community because we don't like to stick to one genre like we're not a deathcore band we're not a slam band we're not a symphonic death metal band we play modern metal right so if we can incorporate that into various aspects of it of our show that's the best part of it so we built up a set that we are able to manipulate depending on the show itself and how it goes through it. Like mid-set, for example, we switch a track from another because we are sharpening it. 
So, but we we make sure that we pick the set that we can play the entire tour, and we make sure that everybody moves from front to back to side to side the whole concert. So yeah, pretty cool, pretty cool indeed. Um, how have you found promoting the band over the last few years? Obviously, we've all been through this horrible pandemic. I'm still going through it. How's that been for yourself trying to get out? We were working like nothing was happening during the pandemic. We toured during the pandemic. We went, we did our very first international concert during the corona. It was at uh, Death Feast in Germany, on and up. Shout out to Lucas from Stu Burns, by the way. Thanks for having us. Um, we were working. We recorded our first EP during the corona uh, uh, situation as well. It was the path of human existence. We launched it in 2020. Right up, I'm not sure if it was amidst the corona or right after we launched it. No, I think it was amid. No, it was during it because our release show. I remember it was a sold out house, but everybody was sitting down, nobody could move, and everything. At some point, chairs were flying all over the place. We don't care about it, but it was fine. And we were an active band during the corona, we did not stop. We were hitting the studio every day. We had a permit actually signed by the, our county so we could leave our county to go to the studio so we could keep on working we didn't stop nothing stops us as a matter of fact we kept on moving awesome absolutely awesome where do you, where do you guys pull your inspirations from musically do you think whether it be playing football or watching i don't know racing or whatever what, what we we all share we all share the same passion for one sport where each one of us like a different sport but we all share the passion for mma Okay. Which is UFC, you know, so we like that. Have you taken anything from that and put that into maybe like a song or is there anything that... that if a what? Have you ever taken anything from that sport and wrote it into a song? No, not really, not really. It's just it's just the kind of sports that I personally like to practice. I've been practicing fighting for years. He's a skateboarder. He doesn't do fuck all. But he's a drummer. You know, he does parkour. He used to be a rugby player. I used to play ice hockey as well back then, as well as a soccer Football. I'm sorry. That's okay. Not soccer. Football. That's okay. We don't want to. We don't want to upset our British fans. You know what I'm saying? Football. But yeah, he used to be a gymnast as well. Wow. I can tell. Has, has the, yeah, no, he got the body for it, right? This frame, this frame is built. They structure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we never, we never took any sports into our music in general. No, not really. Maybe movies. Okay. What, what sort of music? Is that like horror? Horror movies. Horror. Documentaries about serial killers as well, which is something that I've, I've, I studied back then as well, which was criminal psychology. Okay. So definitely, as a matter of fact, Vile Birth's record, it's, in, it's mostly talks about serial killers. Okay. It talks about experiences that people had it with serial killers. Uh, and that's basically it. Cool. Absolutely cool. Uh, what is next for you guys after after the UK tour? What what, what are your plans for the after the UK tour? We're gonna go back home. We need we need we need to rest a couple of days. Then we get back into the studio. We're gonna start recording, uh, start pre-producing uh, our new record, which is on the way for the next few days. And then we got a, we got the next full length, yeah. And then we got a couple of dates with Suffocation, okay. yeah, in Portugal. And there's a couple of other shows that we can't speak of it yet, but there's good stuffs coming up. Uh, meanwhile, we keep working with uh, Heart of Music, which is our agency. We keep working with Matt. Records coming out, spicy, very spicy. It's extremely heavy, but as well as extremely melodic. There's going to be a lot of gimmicks in there, so you know people got to really check it out. The whole imagery of the band, the whole way that we portrayed ourselves, everything in heart, black, 
blood, sweat, tears, everything is in there. What, what, what can, could we expect maybe a guest appearance or you appearing on a trivia record or some of the trivia guys appearing on a downfall of doom? I'm not sure if I can speak of that. Okay, okay. <laughs> but we are recording. We, we, very soon we're going to release a track with Trivium. Cool. I can, I can say that, but very soon. Can't wait. I, yeah. love, I love those guys. I'm looking forward to embracing yeah. you guys. Uh, some fun questions to close out our time together today. Um, what guy, what do you like in terms of Marvel or DC? Are you Marvel? Oh DC? my God. I, I, think, I think we're split out here. I'm a Marvel fan. Okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah, me too. Marvel fan, Marvel or DC? DC boy. Oh, that's that's that's, that's, that's two to one. I like both. What's wrong with you guys? Uh, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. We like both, all right. But I'm much more of a Marvel guy. However, one of my favorite superheroes will forever be Batman. It, it is so. But I, I still I prefer Marvel movies. So yeah. I personally, uh, if I had to pick something, I would go for like the the, vil the, the villain aspect, definitely DC. Yes. But the rest, I yes. I like Marvel. Okay, a lot. cool. So both, but you have those aspects. Okay, cool. And in terms of favorite bands, who, who's your favorite band? If you have to take a band to your grave, who would be that band? I'm gonna speak for myself on this one, right? Eh? Whitechapel, hands down. Actually, can I give another one too? I got two. Whitechapel and the Black Diamond Murder. Good Those cool. would be both bands that I will forever take to my grave. Good forever. Cool. Forever. Good cool. Rest in peace, Trevor. I have a top three uh, for my favorite bands. Uh, they're not like uh, exactly like in order, but like for my all time favorite band since I was a kid is Slipknot. I'm a huge fan of Slipknot ever since I was a kid, ever since I was like six or something. Uh, my dad brought me the, the my first record was a self-titled from Slipknot. Uh, I put that in my little shitty uh, radio player for the first time and I got scared. <laughs> I never touched the record for one month and then I came back to it and I loved it. Um, the, my second favorite band is Periphery. Uh, oh, cool. I'm a huge Prog and Jan fan like S. Gates is as well. He'll give you a couple shouts as well about that. Because uh, I, I just love the technical aspects of Periphery and... Uh, all the melody that's involved, all the technicality that, that there is into it, it's just so good. I have both tattoos uh, of Slipknot and Periphery. I have the barcode for the self-title and the three dots for Periphery. That's pretty cool. Very cool. And my third band, which is probably the greatest influence in in our music, in Downfall Mankind, is Humanity's Last Breath. Okay. That's, uh, that's one really, really good band. I love them so much. So, so definitely, if, if people were to check out that band, so they could see... Where the journey and the human definitely, is, yeah. Espe especially on the on the next record yeah, that we're gonna release. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You're gonna see stuff from Humanity's Last Breath, Whitechapel, definitely Black Guy Murder. So yes. this last record is what we took so like because we never took influences directly from bands within the previous records, but this one, we're like, you know what, we're gonna ball for the wall. <laughs> yeah, we'll just throw everything at it and. It clicked. Yeah. So far, it clicked. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm pretty stoked to hear about what uh, all the people will think about uh, the new record because it definitely has some really, really interesting elements about it. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really just curious about it. If you're at table, that, that's yeah, it. For sure. Uh, you already know what I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start with our suffocation, man. <laughs> <laughs> 
Stay, I know, Slayer. Yeah, and um, it's capitated. Because I'm a top three at the moment. So favorite bands, favorite bands in general. Okay, I have one that they think it's my pet peeve, but it's not. Okay, I actually like them. It's a bit sevenfold. That's cool. That's cool. But like, it's more because of like melodic stuff or whatnot. And yeah, they they, they just they like to. Well, uh, besides that, I. Like, I really like Jen, like he mentioned, uh, like Arthur mentioned, uh, I like Jen the Log Prog. Uh, I was gonna say Polyphia is one of my favorite bands. If we went to like the more heavy, like extreme metal uh, vibes, I would go for like a deathcore band, probably like Slaughter to Prevail. Since the beginning, like, I think they've pushed it really, really far. And they made a name for, for themselves and like was really nice to see that for me since the beginning so it, it always has been like a pretty good influence uh, like uh, it was you know what i'm saying influence like an influence. yeah it, yeah it was a pretty big influence to me uh, and i got a shout out to one of my favorite portuguese bands as well like uh um the voyage code because i've had uh a few conversations and classes with one of the, the guitar players, so that also has a lot of influences. Yeah, definitely check, about check them out. Okay. It's more of like a tech death vibes, and I really like that. So that's it. Do, do you know, what, I, what I've loved so far is we've gone around the band, and everyone's got such a variety of different bands and genres, and, and that's really, really cool. No one's kind of like... No, that's that's it, and I'm not. No, 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 and no. I love that. Well, first and foremost, as a musician, we should be able to not only respect but appreciate all sorts of music. You know, what I'm saying that could be pop, hip hop, rap. We all love rap music. Yeah, we spend the most time listening to rap music for the most part. You know, sometimes we dig into the lyrics for the bit just to get our our heads off of you know so much metal. We've been playing this every day, so basically, yeah, we sleep every night listening to Michael Jackson. Yep. Literally, you know, it's it's a health thing, like you say. When you're around metal all day, and if you can't like look at other areas, that's not healthy. Exactly. No, no, no. And also, when you are in the process of creating a new record and composing music, like listening to too much of other bands will make you biased about yeah. your own material. You understand? Yeah, definitely. Uh, what was the last album you were listening to, or the current album you were listening to? Uh, we're all been listening to the last Slip Token record. Okay, just came out. Three days ago, four days ago, we all been digging the last uh, slip token. Of, are they they're from here, from the UK, right? Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, they are. So I don't know who they are. No, I don't, because yeah, of the masks yeah, and everything. Yeah, basically. Yeah. But I think the last the last slip token record and uh, also the last get the shot record. It's a band from Quebec City, okay. Canada. Uh, the homies, shout out to. Shout out to the hometown boys. Get the shot. Their last record is really good. Last malevolence record as well. Oh, yeah. Google listen. Uh, what is it called? Uh, Malicious Intent. Malicious Intent. Yeah, great record as well. You know, that, that album made me a believe in that band. I never was never aware of them. But I heard that album and I went to support, support Trivium when Trivium came yeah, to Trivium. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, whoa, this band. Amazing. Bro. They're currently touring again with Trivium now in Beartooth. And Archetype Collide. And now they're doing the North America leg. Yeah. Amazing band. Incredible band. So if you could put a band together, who would you have in your band? 
Uh, so we get to choose any, any one we want. Any one. And, and that person could be dead or alive. Could be, right? So, do we put one bed together, or each one of us get to put one bed together? Um, that's it. Everyone has a choice. So let's put one bed together. But you can pick the vocalist for the job. Yeah, so I'll pick the vocalist and you pick the guitar. Yeah, exactly. So my band's vocalist would be... It would be Spencer. It's a vocalist from a band called Iceland Kills. Oh, yeah, I'm aware. Yeah, you're aware of that band? He's just a, such an amazing vocalist. Like, his plays are so beautiful and his growls are so amazing too. So definitely the vocalist of my band would be Spencer. Definitely. That's very interesting. I could say I wasn't expecting that, but then again, I was. It's kind of like... <laughs> we're in different vibes. Right? Yeah, 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 true. I could, have, I could have said Will Ramos from Lola Shore, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I already do what he does. <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with this here all of a sudden? Man? Come on. <laughs> uh, okay, so, guitar player. Ooh, this is a tough one. Because I have so many favorite guitar players that I can't mention. My God. Uh... Someone that will glue together well with Spencer, because I'm going to take that into account as well. Uh, I'm not just going to pull like a random guitar player out of my bag and whatever. Uh, you're, you're thinking about chemistry, I like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Let's see. Uh, someone that will link with Spencer. I'm going to say... It will be interesting to see this. I'm going to say uh, Mark Holcomb from Bravery. Oh, cool. I'm going to say because... Because I really like his phrasing, I like his uh, his riff building, it's very interesting. He does what we like to call the spider chords, which is like, they're very jazzy chords where you just, when you would try it yourself, you could just can't do it, because it just puts one finger on top of another, and then you'd like, it just fills the whole finger bar, and like, you try to do it, and it's like, I just give up, I can't, I can't. But he's such a skilled guitar player, uh, he's definitely one of my favorites, and I would definitely put him in there, I think it would be interesting. Well, since this new imaginary group is missing some brutality, I would put in there fucking John Longstreth, drummer from Origin. Oh, okay. Uh, John Longstreth. Origin. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. To, to put right. some brutality in it. Yeah, yeah. That's true, that's true. I mean... So, I was... I was gonna say something like, if, if you were just asking me, I would probably say like Jason Richardson, because he's okay. like, probably like today, the guy that, that I look most up to, anyway, like skill-wise or whatnot. So I'd probably say Jason Richardson, but they all made like some spicy choices. So I, the guy that I think that it would really fit their choices, it will be, uh, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing his name, okay? I'm completely butchering you. But his, his name is uh, Ryan Sue or Shoe, okay. from Polaris, yeah. the guitarist from Polaris. Like, taking into account your choices, I think he would be a really good pick as well. If not, I would go for Justin Richardson, because I'm a fanboy. But that's it. It's a really good, it's a really good answer. Very nice question for myself. What makes music so special for all of you individually? So we're asking what makes music so special individually? Our fans. And nothing else. Literally. Because without them we're nothing. Literally nothing. We could be playing music in a freaking garage for, you know, rats and cockroaches. But we have beautiful fans all over Europe 
all over the fucking world. I don't ever get cursed. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's good. And uh, our fans is what makes everything not only beautiful but worth it. And that's about it. No, really, that's it. Like, if I'm gonna talk about a personal, like a very personal aspect, like music, mean like means everything because or, or else I wouldn't I wouldn't be doing what I am doing right now. Uh, I started playing guitar when I was very 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 early, like I was like 11 or something. And I looked up to various guitarists like back in the day, like John Petrucci, uh, Jeff Loomis was one of them as well. And I just had the the ambition to do like to go like this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And I'm gonna grind my head to the bone until I can do this. And now that uh, I am like we are in that that stage where like we have really good reception with the fans as well. Uh, I can see that people actually enjoy the music that we make. That to me is just pure gold. Uh, to me, like what makes it special nowadays is really like I can agree with Lucas right here. It's definitely the fans. Like they make this so worth it. It, it makes us feel like we're doing we're doing it right, you know, and we're being rewarded by it. And there's no better feeling in the world. It lets us keep going, you know. It's the only thing I know what to do. It's simple as that. It's simple as it. That's all I do. That's all I want to do forever. So, and you do it well. You do it well. So, and what that's makes music so special for you? Oh, that that takes me back. <laughs> like, it has always been like a a pretty big part of my life since I was little. Because, uh, like, my dad used to be a DJ. It has nothing to do with this, by the way. But he used to to be a DJ, so he kind of pushed me into like learning new stuff and learning stuff about music uh, so I started pretty early with like, ga uh, with like uh, games and whatnot then I went to actually learning guitar so it's it's everything I guess I guess you can say that like it's, it's probably like the the biggest part of my whole life as a It's probably more of like a background. The background of my life has always been music. Okay. So I... Yeah, there's that. that. That's all for me, guys. Th thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for having us here. UK will never forget that Tom Fall was here. No, I know for a fact. We had amazing concert last night in Norwich. It's a blast. Tonight we're in London. And I've got that feeling ever since I stepped foot in this building. That this is going to be the greatest concert of the entire tour. Wow. And I do believe in my instincts and feeling because I believe in the energy of the universe and everything. And I stopped putting here and I looked around and I'm like, yeah, London's about to pop out tonight. So, yeah. Awesome. Guys, thank you very much. And that was Down for Mankind. Thank you for your time. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks. See you next time, guys. Welcome back, everyone. So, that was our interview there with Down for Mankind. I want to give a massive shout out to those guys. They were absolutely awesome. Really, really friendly. Really welcoming really happy just to be in the uk and kind of expanding their their band and you know bringing that across the uk and across europe so people can hear and see what they're about like i say if this is the style of music that you like then please keep your eyes on this band they are definitely going to be making big waves come 2023 the end of this year 2024 hope you enjoyed today's episode thank you for tuning in once again i do apologize the quality of the interview wasn't quite there thank you for sticking with me it really does mean the world to have your support and you guys and girls out there tuning to hear what i've got to bring you and what i've got to say 
Stay safe and until next time, bye bye for now. We'll <laughs>